0: Today on Ruta Daily, we talk about how to deal with divisive people. Welcome to Ruta Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and if you don't know by now, I am a Jude enthusiast. I think the letter by Jude... while it's short and stuck right near the end of our canon, it reveals some incredible truths for Christians. And one of those truths is the way Christians are to deal with divisive people. In verse 17, that's another benefit of reading Jude. You never have to worry if you're in the right chapter. But in verse 17, Jude writes, But dear friends, remember... What the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, and the last times, so there will be scoffers who follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. The devil is intent on dividing people, because when we are divided, we can't belong to God. That's what James writes in James chapter 4 when he says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desire that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and you fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. that You may spend what you get on your pleasures you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. When we are divided, we are friends of the world. We're enemies of God. And so we have to somehow deal with these people who want to divide us, that Jude is warning us of. Now, it's important, though, that we look at who Jude is talking about. Because he's certainly not saying that your friend who you have a disagreement with has been sent from the devil to sow division among Christians. You know, We're allowed to disagree, but that's not what Jude is talking about here. If you look up to verse 3 in Jude's letter, He says, Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. So, Jude, he wanted to write some treaties of the faith, maybe something like Paul's letter to the Romans. But instead, he got worried and he decided he needed to send this urgent letter to them, warning them to contend for the faith. Why? Well, because ungodly people had slipped in who denied the sovereignty of God and they were seeking to divide God's people. And these aren't other Christians who you have a simple disagreement with. These are people who have eroded the very foundation of the faith, taken their roots out of scripture and made themselves sovereign and in control of their lives instead of God. In verse 12, Jude calls them out, saying, These people are blemishes at your love feast, eating with you without the slightest qualm, shepherds who feed only themselves. These people, they're divisive because they care about themselves first and only. They don't care about you, and they don't care about God. As Jude puts it in verse 19, they follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. Ephesians 1.11, Paul writes, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we the Spirit is our mark. We have a seal guaranteeing our inheritance, but these godless people in Jude, they're without the Spirit, and they are not saved. They are not Christians. And so this is important because Jude clarifies this letter at the end. Yes, he warns us that there's dangerous people, evil people who have slipped into the church, and although they aren't marked by the Spirit, meaning they they aren't one of us, they still sit at our love feasts. But don't go on a witch hunt. Blow out the torches, put away the pitchforks, because extracting the blemish is going to be a delicate process. Verse 22, Jude writes, Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy. Mixed with fear. Hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. So, in order to protect ourselves from divisive people, first we have to play an identity game. Who are we dealing with? At one point or another, everyone goes through a period of doubt. There's been times where I've been sitting down with others in a Bible study I come across the verse uh, or a passage out of scripture and I haven't come across it before or it hasn't really sunk in before. And it just doesn't make sense at the moment. And sometimes a question will come to my mind that might seem like I'm questioning God, questioning his wisdom. And sometimes that question will come out aloud before I've completely processed it. And I hope that the people with me will show me mercy in that time of doubt. And, And we should show mercy because... These aren't the godless, divisive people Jude is warning us of. These are other Christians who are growing in their faith just like we are. The next level or identity that Jude talks about is more dangerous. These are people who are playing with fire. They're on the edge of losing their souls. And Jude calls us to action. As another believer, it's our obligation to pull them back. And we pray that someone will love us enough to do the same when we get too close to the flames. The final group that Jude mentions is the closest to the godless men that we need to defend the church from. And even still, Jude asks Christians to show them mercy, but also fear. Don't even touch their clothes because they've been tarnished with sin. So first, to deal with divisive people. We have to identify them. Some we need to work with, grow together, showing mercy and love. But for others, we should get away from them. Don't even touch their clothes. They're dangerous. Second, we must recognize that we cannot overcome division alone. Verse 20. And Jude, Jude writes, but you dear friends, by building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. When we are threatened by divisive people, the answer always has to start and end With the only thing that can unify everyone, regardless of our country or language or color or politics, when we root ourselves in the Bible, when we grow with God, we are on the narrow path to eternal life. Verse 24 ends Jude saying just that, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. Amen. Christ is the only one who can allow me to come before God faultless, to him be the glory, majesty, power, and authority. So to overcome division and divisive people, we first have to identify them. If someone is willing to go to the word of God and rely on it and rely on the sovereignty of Christ, then we can work together. And we may not always agree, but we both know what's important. Second, we have to allow Christ to unify us. We can't unify ourselves because we're each working from our own subjective presuppositions. It's only when we accept the absolute word of God that we can remain undivided against all threats. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and wanna make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.